Today's a special core memory unlock because there is no core memory. It's thrill me impossible. We are going to do a non-spoiler review, then a spoiler review of Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1, Scene 1, Take 2. And then I'm going to give some theories of what I think Part 2 is going to be about. And that's all today on Thrill Me Impossible. Your mission, should you choose to accept it. What up, buddy? Real missed opportunity there, man. Hey, duders. <laughs> um, I'm Zach. That's Justin. This is Core Memory Unlocked. Thrill Me Impossible. Usually this is a Patreon exclusive, but we have Mission Impossible 1 through 6 on our Patreon right now. So if you want to check that out, support the show, go to Patreon, Thrill Me Podcast Network, or you can buy one of those snazzy Core Memory Unlocked shirts from tpublic.com right now. Not only that, make sure you go to repsports.com, use promo code THRILLME for 15% off your purchase for Ray's Energy Drink. Look at that nice voodoo. Voodoo's my favorite. I've only had it once, got to find it. But guess what? I can go to the site, use my own promo code, and get 15% off. Ah! <laughs> uh, boy, oh boy, salesman. Anyway, that's right. I love the graphics. Oh, thank you. I made them myself. You had it all going on, man. It's good stuff. Mm. It's good so, stuff. We have watched every single Mission Impossible in within a year. Yeah, we have we have yep. done these shows. Throw me impossible yep. on Patreon. Like I had I watched said. them all for the first time. You had watched them all for like the hundredth time or whatever. That was I've a big seen bit. Them so many times. Yeah. Um, yeah, you introduced me to this whole universe. I, I, we even watched uh, Fallout together. Fallout yes. was fun to watch with you because you had your big projection up. Yeah. It was a wonderful time. Yeah. But Dead Reckoning Part 1 finally came out. Big screen action theater. Um, like I said, we're going to start with the non-spoiler review. So we'll just kind of talk about it. Hey, mm -hmm. if you know Mr. Mm -hmm. Sunday Movies, that's what we're doing, guys. <laughs> right. yeah. That's the format. I'm not yeah. stealing nothing. No spoilers yet. We'll let you know when we get into the spoiler talk. But yeah, for the time being. Right. Right. Uh, yeah, it was great. We went to, we went to see it together. Uh, sat mm -hmm. right next to each other. Loved it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, man. It, it, it met all my expectations. Uh, I loved it. it. I, mean, I, knew, I knew it was going to be good. And uh, yeah, dude, I fucking felt it. We went to go see it in IMAX. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and I was I, riveted the whole time. I okay. So non-spoiler with how the movie flows, as a massive fan of Mission Impossible, I'll be honest, I was taken aback by kind of the story. Uh-huh. Because in non-spoilers, what it's about is there's this kind of entity, an AI, a godlike figure. Um, trying to take over the world and Ethan Hunt wants to fight God and stop God. And, you know, there's this bit where he doesn't want, he doesn't want the wrong hands to be able to control it. And I get that. I get that for the story. But why I say that for me, non-spoilery is 
I feel like this was a completely different Mission Impossible than I'm used to. Because I would agree with that. Usually it's, you know, he's doing the mission for his home team. And this does come off, and it comes off in the trailers, that he's going on his own. It's not even a rogue thing. It's just he's straight up doing this mission that's impossible on his own. Yeah. Yeah. And it's... Yeah, I, I just feel like it story wise, it just took me a second to kind of understand what yeah. was going on. It feels a little different. Like, I feel like um, uh, IMF's place in this world is like, you know, slightly different than what it normally is or whatever. Right. Uh, I mean, it's a little it's a little borderline like superhero ish. You know, he's like yeah. Captain America now. Captain America gone rogue. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, before we get any further and we'll talk about, you know, more of the, the good and the bad non-spoiler, we have a trailer. You didn't think I yeah. wasn't going to put a trailer up here. <laughs> now I'm not going to have the trailer like that because I don't need Paramount to defund me. Yep. So here we go. Here's the trailer for, no, I don't know possible. if I've seen the trailer. Uh, you know what? You saw this trailer because I'm playing the first one. This trailer ran with Top Gun Maverick. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. This trailer's from okay. Over that was that was the only one I probably saw then. And it's funny. We could we'll talk about it after this. Okay. Here we go. Because I can even talk about the trailer. So fun fact. Again, I can talk about it. Um, the song from this is actually done by the composer of the movie for the so-called greater good. And usually, it's used music from different movies. This is our chance to control the truth, the concepts of right and wrong from everyone for centuries to come. You're fighting to save an ideal that doesn't exist. Never did. You need to pick a side. I love that because it feels very like part one for a conversation. Okay. I just wish it just continued with the amount of things it was going to say. Um, right, yeah, right. I, I just kept adding noticed, things over and over. So what's wild about it is they finished that movie basically from that trailer. Like when you watch it, I'm like, yep, that's everything I saw. Right. 
So yeah. there was no really like reshoots or twerking, twerking, you know, uh, tweaking. Jesus Christ. <laughs> there was yeah. no twerking in the film yeah. edits. But I feel like they were sitting on that movie for so long because there was a point that was supposed to come out in December of last year. Interesting. Well, it is a COVID movie, right? That's when they were shooting yeah. this. I mean, yeah. so it was, you know, shot a couple years ago or whatever. I mean, I know there's two right. movies that are coming out, but yeah, right. dude, they've been sitting right. on it for a while. Well, you know, last summer, uh, Top Gun Maverick came out. I don't know if they wanted to like compete with that. No, and I think God it's better man. as a summer blockbuster rather than coming out in like December or something. But now you say that you say, say that, it. and this is my Mission Impossible isms coming out. Um, part four, Ghost Protocol, came out in December and wiped it up. Um, I think, I think that one and part five were December movies. December movies. Part six was end of July, which they wanted to bank off of that again. Right. Yeah. Uh, Which is good, which is good. But what I found interesting, and I don't want to go to it because there was a glimpse in that trailer. You don't see in the movie. Yeah, I didn't know what you were talking about. I know you've seen. I've only seen it. The was one it underwater? Time, so. Was it underwater? I don't know. I didn't catch it. Is what I'm saying. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. So th- there was a what scene is, I saw that was right underwater. in the trailer. And if you've seen the movie, you know the only underwater parts yeah. in the movie. Right. Um, yes. Okay. I wonder if it's, so, it's it's something from the next movie, maybe even. That's but, well, okay. So that let's. Oh God, let's get to the spoilers after this. Um, okay. Yep. Let's talk good action sequences do you feel like they were like fulfilling yes 100 percent. yes do you have a favorite action scene like well i guess we can't get into spoil here we go yeah yeah well i mean spoilers without without spoilers there's a car chase there's a train there's that's what i was gonna say i would i was gonna reference i was gonna reference a trailer um i I was i was gonna say uh the car okay the car chase okay yeah, that I little can... yellow car that you see—I don't know—it's like a Fiat or something. Yeah, it looked but, like a Fiat. Uh, um, but yeah, that one. Okay. I mean, that one was yeah. Yeah, no, that that's one. pretty good. That one's good. Um, that one. I think I actually think I have a different. Oh, okay, I like the train. I'll just say I like the train. Okay. Um, how did you like the characters? Were all the characters appealing? I'm going. I'm going through them now. Yes. Well, you're yes, talking yes. Simon Pegg, Vin yeah. Rhames, well, uh, Rebecca Ferguson. Yeah, those are all. Haley Atwell joins the team. I was going to say, talking about new ones. Yeah, uh, uh, the Mantis. bad guy. I can't think of his name. Yeah, Palm is also in this. I will say, for character wise, I think this is the most well rounded, maybe. And I mean that in a sense of not just with TC. I feel like when I watch Mission Impossible, Tom Cruise is in like 95% of the scenes. Okay, yeah. This kind of feels like he's in 85% of the scenes. Right. Near the end, I feel like there was a point where I I was wondering where he was. Yeah, I felt more ensemble-ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, it did, it did feel like, cause there were a lot of characters that got like a lot and not just like, here's our good guy group. And then here's our evil group. Right. And, it, and it, so not only was there a lot of characters that they actually, uh, did a lot of great service to, but mm-hmm. there was also, it was also a lot more, um, less black and white and more shades of gray even mm-hmm. of like where the characters would stand and then how they interacted and how throughout the progression of the story, you right. don't really know who's going to be, you know, thinking what or whatever. But right. without, of course, without getting into spoilers. Um, 
but so I thought as an ensemble, I thought it was, I thought it was great. I thought it was like, I liked all the, I really did like all the characters. I didn't really feel like any of them, like, uh, uh, I missed, you know what I mean? Like sometimes yeah. like there's characters I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about that character. I didn't get enough screen time or I didn't really get the point of that one, but they're all really well-written and, uh, and added to the movie overall. Right. I think there's something that happens within the movie that's kind of needed. I don't know if it's with the right character, but we'll dive into that in a little bit. Do you have any negatives? Um, it, so I know we've talked a little bit about this right after the movie. Uh, mm -hmm. it, to me, it, it, it does feel, I know they concluded the part one, but right. it's hard for me to like, it's hard for me to compare this movie to the other mission Impossibles Cause I don't know like the, final ending yet this does not feel like infinity war to endgame where if infinity war was the last mcu movie ever it would have mm -hmm. felt like a complete saga whereas mm -hmm. and if this ended i still feel like no it's i there's a second half to this um mm -hmm. that's my and i feel the same way about uh spider-man too um across the, across the, the spider-verse the spider-verse yeah I, i'm like i love it so far but so interesting. far interesting so, so that would be my own yeah so that it's that and just from a discussion aspect, I don't necessarily agree that it's not complete because I feel like the entirety of the movie, it's MacGuffin is to get something. Right. And it was never that next part. I agree. I feel like that's what obviously part two is going to be about. And I'll, I'll, I'll finish that with my final thoughts. Um, my only negative, I do feel like it was long for long's sake. I never got bored. I never, one bit, got bored. But there was definitely a few edit choices where I was like, was that needed? Could we have shortened this? And in spoilers, mm -hmm. I'll get into that. Right. Because I do think there was, a, like, there was just steps we could have just shrunk down. Right, yeah. Like, and made the movie 230. Right. Just personally. Right. Um, but my overall thoughts um, and final thoughts, I think it's a wonderful movie. I think it's exactly what a summer blockbuster should be. Good story, good Agreed. action, great characters, fun comedy, suspense. What's interesting to me is that the movie and why I really do absolutely love it for what it is it plays like a multiple thing where I do feel like uh, McCory, the director, co-writer, he went and set out since he's joined this MI team, Tom Cruise's mm -hmm. team, was to try to make these movies as close to the TV show, but in movie form. And mm -hmm. what I really love that he did in this movie is that not only did he bring characters back from the original, and no matter how much he wants to be like, oh, I wasn't homaging. It just fit the the frame from interviews that I read. Bullshit. You made this movie feel like Mission Impossible 1. Mm -hmm. And you can tell with the Dutch angles, which that's what um, the originals director. Fuck, why am I? Oh, I, I forgot his name, but he loves Dutch angles. He loves that conspiracy. He, and that's what this movie is for of and not only that the original show they flighted on to be continued all the time and sure. it took me like days later to realize holy shit he just did the show like 
we right. have to wait for part two like oh, you would right. do with the right. TV right. show. Yeah, which sure. I find interesting, especially for the first time um, doing this in the franchise. Because normally I'm not a big fan of the part one, part twos, especially, and this is where I disagree with you, I don't feel like Across the Spider-Verse has any, uh, like, slash Conclusion. Moment. Oh, like, agreed. Yeah, like, That's straight like, up cliffhanger. It just felt like they were like, that, bye agreed. Where, agreed. where I yeah. do In my like, theater, the, the collective audience goes, aww, right. at the end of Across the uh, Spider-Verse when right. it said, you know, part two or whatever. Where I uh, feel like sure. with this movie, I they agree. did give you a conclusion, and it's a little darker, so it gives you something different than most Mission Impossibles. It's not my favorite. I've done some thinking on it. I think Fallout's obviously still my fave. Mm -hmm. I think Part Three's uh, my second, and then this. Right. Okay. Okay. I love it. Oh, Overall, I love it. If, oh. When I say negative, I mean I'm nitpicking. Yeah, I'm yeah, just, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not disliking any... It, it, you know, me feeling like it wasn't completely uh, concluded doesn't mean that I didn't love it all the way through. So, yeah, for sure. All right. All right. So now we are getting into spoiler territory. I just want to put this up because I don't trust people and they need to see this. Spoilers. Yep. Yep. There we go. Spoilers. Here it is. Show that baby right there. Spoilers now. Oh, great. All right. Spoilers now. Hard. So the movie starts off with the this Russian uh, submarine underwater. Yeah. yeah. And this is what I wanted to bring up, why I was like interested in that trailer. This is a Paramount call. That entire scene's from part eight. Wait, wait, say that again. So what are you saying? Remember when we left the theater and I was like, God damn, this movie felt choppy. Okay, like yeah. at the beginning, at the beginning where I was like, fucking yes. things just didn't line up. Yes. The opening scene with yes. the Russians in the submarine yes. is from part two. Like Paramount oh, like told McCory, put that in part one because the dumb, dumb people aren't going to understand how right. your movie begins. So move that scene to the right. beginning. Of I was going to say, seven. interesting interesting right. yeah 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 um so the whole movie is about whereas and because so basically what that changes is us mm -hmm. at the audience we know where this thing is the entire time mm -hmm. and so if you were to remove that scene uh basically what you would do is you would give the mystery to us as well as everyone else you know what i mean because exactly. a, a lot of the movie is now it's interesting because a lot of the movie for me is going okay but how are they going to find, okay, eventually there's going to be a mission down into the Arctic to get this sub. Like, how are they going to go about doing right. that or whatever? And so I'm th rather right. than just, you know, figuring out the movie that I'm watching, I'm, I'm thinking about, like, well, that's going to have to happen later. Whereas and if you remove that scene and I wouldn't have had any of that, I wouldn't have worried about any of that. Interesting. And, and that's where I think my issue of making it a favorite Mission Impossible, like the favorite, is because... Like you just said, every time we go with Ethan on this mission, it's like we're going along with him on the ride and yeah. figuring it out with him. Where right. we know right. what this item does, which is a cross key yeah. that controls this AI entity yeah. who's become self-aware and right. he wants to take over the world. Right. So he's in this Russian ship and he's sank himself to the bottom so yeah. no one can get him. Yep. So we know where this fucker ends uh -huh. and Paramount Pictures was like, 
the world's not going to understand once this movie ends that right. they're going to have to come back to see this. They needed to know they needed to know everything Tom Cruise was doing, which is right. why to me it's not a normal Mission Impossible movie, which right. is why it took me so long to yeah. get involved. Right. I, I agree. I agree. And I think the other thing um, about the movie that felt very different from the other movies is normally the MacGuffin is like the first act or one of the acts. You know what I mean? Right. It's it's right. one part of this machine where like they have to do this and then they got to go find so-and-so and then they got to get this thing. This whole movie felt like just the first part of one of the previous installments, which was just kind of right. like, okay, the first part of this mission is to find this key. Then they right. blew that up into, uh, you know, this huge uh, over length movie, which to right. me, it felt like that was going to be my, that's my only other spoiler negative is that I felt like the entire movie was spent after just one goal. Things never really changed. It never was like, okay, we got this, or this, you know, we got this, and then, but it turns out Let's to be something to the different. Next thing. And then and there's we a got bigger it. thing. Right, exactly. You're right. And that's normally right. what I feel like it kind of keeps going on. So this, I'm like, I get it. We're just, we're chasing this fucking key the whole time. Um, right. I was so sick of the key by the end of it. I'm like, I don't give a shit about this key anymore. <laughs> don't give a shit. Make a fake key. I don't know. Fucking figure it out. Again, why <laughs> I said you could have kind of shortened it. Where there yeah. were points where you're right, like the MacGuffin is just this one thing. It never tracks differently from the beginning mission where they fail, where they meet Haley Atwell. Right. Yes. Like yeah. everything from there is progressively just, we got to get this fucking key. Right. Yeah, 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 exactly. For sure. And so, yeah, it, it, that made it seem just a little one note. I mean, everything mm -hmm. about the movie, all every single scene was amazing. It just seems so it was just kind of like the entire movie was just chasing this key. Um, right. How did you feel going back to the beginning? How did you feel about the, the Russian um, to English transition? Do you know what I'm talking um, about? Like from when they were talking in Russian and then they just started talking like yes. English. Yes. I don't think I noticed it. That's interesting. So Leanne and I had a big conversation about this. So on, on the car ride home, cause she was like, okay. I, she, I don't know why she's not this kind of nitpicky person, but she was like, it's so dumb that these Russians were like speaking English. They wouldn't be mm -hmm. speaking English. And she was like, that just right. took me out of the movie. I was like, did you not notice what they did? They started with, they're speaking Russian with English right. subtitles. Then yeah. they started speaking English with English subtitles and then they just got rid of the subtitles and they were just, so almost to say like, we don't want you to have to read subtitles for this right. entire scene. Cause I, we right. don't want you to read this movie. This movie, it looks amazing. We worked really hard on it. We want right. you to watch it, not read it, but we don't oh, want to ignore wow. the idea that they, why are they speaking English? So what we oh, did wow. is just, so I feel like they within, like, it was like literally like, if I remember it right, but because I remember watching it and being like, okay, cool. They're speaking Russian. That makes sense. And if it was a very short scene, you could do subtitles. It's different. Yeah, you can do it's that. It's the opening scene. It's 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 kind of a longer mm -hmm. bit. Um, very interesting things are happening. You have to watch the screens as well and see what's going on. But yeah, right. so they start with uh, Russian with English subtitles. And then I remember thinking it was weird. I was like, oh, that's weird. They're speaking English and there's still English subtitles. What is that about? 
And then they right. just got rid of the English subtitles. And I was like, oh, they're speaking English now. And I'm like, oh, I see what they did. All right. That's right. just them being like, let's just pretend you guys speak Russian. This is what it would sound like if you could all speak right. Russian. I don't, I don't mind that kind of thing because I've seen it done before. Um, Star Trek Discovery's done that where Klingons talk. And then right. eventually, like, you're just, you're part <clears throat> of it now. And right. You yeah. never bring it back up because it's right. like... I'm not here to just hear Klingon the whole time. Right, um, right. Yeah, I so get I that it's authentic, that. but I don't want to watch it. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. So anyway. just, just after that, and this is where I say they could have shortened it, the entire Uber scene driver didn't need to happen. There was no reason why we needed to fucking <clears> hear <throat> Tom Cruise talking to a new kid at IMF. For no reason, especially if it didn't pay off. Like, all we needed to see was a bag hit a table at a foreign place. Yeah. Tom Cruise walk up, grab the bag, listen to Kendridge. Right, yeah, yeah, that yeah. That was like two to three minutes we could have oh, wiped out right there. Interesting, Right there. I'm gonna be, um, so, here's, so here's my take on that bit. Yeah. Um, and to support what you're saying, I don't even remember it. There <laughs> like, you go. See, I, don't even, I don't even know what you're talking about. That's how unmemorable, but it got so buried in the rest of the movie. Like, you're right. right. You could get rid of it. I don't even remember right. it. Right. It's just him receiving the tape. There was no reason why right. we needed to sit yeah. there to learn about the Uber driver. Yeah. Um, interesting. So. Oh, I think then, I'm starting to, I'm starting to recall what you're, I, yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. I'm starting to remember now and be like, oh yeah. Cause Cause I he was remember like being an like, Uber Eats guy and he was like, yeah. You you're right, he never you came back. Ask me. He was like, you need to ask me my code name. You need to ask me my secret question. Yes. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, okay, yeah. kid. You'll get there eventually. Like, right. it was just like, I don't need this. It wasn't, yeah, and that's why I think I forgot about it, because it just, it was never anything, it seemed like yeah, something in the moment, and then it never was again, so my brain just stopped thinking about it. Um, Interesting, From yeah. there, we get into the Haley Atwell comes in, because eventually Tom Cruise needs to find, Ethan Hunt needs to find uh, Isla, and yeah. um, Isla, is that her name? Or Ella? The fuck is her name? No, Rebecca who? Ferguson. Rebecca, Rebecca Ferguson. Ferguson. I would call her Rebecca Ferguson. A part of a key. So right. then, then Ethan's like, okay, I need to find the other part because everybody's trying to control this thing. I need to kill this thing. So right. he goes on his own private mission. Like, that's why I was saying it's not IMF, yes. it's just his yes. private vendetta. And right. when. Mission one gets like he gets defeated. The entire movie is back to Ethan just getting defeated at every turn. Right. Um, what did you think about? Because eventually he gets half the key and he wants to get the other half, which uh, Vanessa Kirby has the other half. Uh-huh. Um, and so he makes this deal to go to the party to go try to get the key. Also, the bad guy who's a conduit for the entity yeah, mm -hmm. um, shows up and he's like, I'm going to get this key anyways on the train. It don't matter. But one of these two are going to die tonight and it's either Haley Atwell or Rebecca yeah. Ferguson's character. Right. And Tom Cruise yes. does not like that at all. Right. Um, he does not want to choose between the girl he's known for seven <laughs> years or the, the, just the one he just met. Okay. The he's criminal. not that kind of the guy. The criminal he just met. The criminal. He can't do that. Okay, he he can't decide between the lady that got the the pass from his ex wife You're to right. be with, or right. the lady that stole everything from him. Yeah. Okay. But the, but the lady that he hasn't he hasn't been inside yet. He hasn't slept with yet. <laughs> He's gotta get. He's like, there, Ooh. there is no of that. Like there was more of a relationship. It reminded me of part three of how he was with um, Felicity. 
Yes, like, agreed. It was it, like yes, that. There was platonic. nothing sexual. It seems platonic. It's, so, and again, we'll get to my theory at the end of this, where right. um, basically in that, and this is why it's my favorite action scene, because I do feel like for the like basic person, they got lost in the sauce when the entity was doing Ethan's voice and Simon Pegg's voice. Yeah, uh, okay. Voice, trying to turn them around so right. the bad guy can get the key, then kill Rebecca Ferguson. Right. Um, And that's what I was talking about earlier, where I was like, I don't know if Rebecca Ferguson was the right call to kill, but okay. we'll get into that later. We'll get into that. Uh, we'll get into that later. Um, that's my favorite action scene, because it was the one that had the most emotion. Because he's sure. trying to get to Rebecca yes. Ferguson. Uh, very high um, stakes. He gets he gets locked in with Palm and a henchman and fights them in like a whole. This movie yeah. feels like Mission Impossible One because that scene is That's the true. scene of Mission That's Impossible true. One. Good point. That is very okay. reminiscent of Mission Impossible One. So then we get um which we didn't even talk about the the car action scene. It is fantastic. And what was the best part about that scene? It is a same fucking year. Fast X had a car chase in the right. same place. Yeah. And I was wild. like, oh my God. Wild. They just won up them. Yeah. How did they like, boy, I feel bad for people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Uh, it was fun. Great. I, I mean, I, I, car chases typically go a little long for me. Because yeah. they they can, I guess, you know. Um, right. But this one, I feel like, changed up enough. I think there was a lot of, like, fun bits in it and, like, little comedic beats where, like, you know, once they handcuffed to each other and then they get into the car and they realize she's going to have to drive because of the way that they're handcuffed. I thought that was fun. And then she was just kind of like, fuck this. When she was just running around that roundabout or whatever mm -hmm. in reverse, <laughs> getting chased by Mantis or Pump. Uh, right. The shit was hilarious. And then they had to switch. So I, I like that there was a, enough of, like, it, it, they kind of kept switching it up a little bit to where it didn't there was get gravity. Yeah, sure, and I so it didn't get it didn't get boring to me. And that's those are the scenes that I'm always like on the edge of my seat for. Um, right. So that's why that right. one was my favorite. Nice. Um, then we get into the train finally, and the train scene again reminds me of Mission Impossible One. We're on a train. Uh, mm -hmm. Tom Cruise does the stunt. Um, and what was interesting to me because they've been advertising this stunt yeah. for a year. Like yes. they've done IMAX featurettes on it. They've yep. done like, yep. this is the stuff you've seen. This is the what biggest I, promo of the movie. Yeah. Right. What I loved about it is that once you see it in the movie, it's a different monster because there's things we haven't seen about the stunt. We actually get the cameras up on him. Yes. Like yes. there's all kinds of different angles that does kind of immerse you like Jesus. Yep. Christ For sure. Now. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Which I loved. Yeah. I appreciate um, it all. Yeah. He fights the bad guy on top of the, the train, which the bad guy got the, the thing he got the key yeah lot, lots Tom of swords Cruise. and knives and not a lot of guns in this movie. not a lot of guns again going to keep back the action to, going and another thing magic this movie fucking loved magic everybody did magic tricks with their oh hands. right yeah sleight of hand once again <laughs> let's go back to mission impossible one where he has the cd disc and makes it go dis this right. movie That's is mission right. impossible one um so right. well i guess it is part one haha -ha. yeah um, uh, 
There it is. So here we go again. Here we go again. (laughs) Uh, The bad guy gets off the the train, even though he thought he had the thing. He didn't have the thing. Train tracks blow up and uh, the train's falling off, which I love this, too. This was pucker your buck action. Oh, my God. I think that was my wife's favorite bit. Yeah. Was the train. Ethan and Hallie Atwell have to like go from the end of the train all the way yeah. to the other side. Each cab as it starts to drop off, of and it's all dropping. Side. So we're getting into Ooh. each cab. Which what I dug is that you get familiar to each one of those uh, trains. Yes, like yes, we see people walk through these, so you could tell yes. like, oh man, that's this, that's that. Yes, um, yeah. They give it, when they I've went through that fucking twice. kitchen <laughs> with the hot oil and fucking mm-hmm. pans. Oh Jesus Christ, dude! It was Jesus wild. Christ, it was crazy. It was wild. It was fucking crazy. Um, and so he gets it during all this. You know, w- we learned that Kendridge is up there, and like the the national security guy, Carrie Elways, who we meet at the beginning, was going to make the bid for it so he can control, mm-hmm. but he dies. Um, Ethan tells. Uh, Atwell that like if you see Kendridge tell him that you choose to accept your mission which the mission yeah. is to join IMF and, and why was like, he on the train why was he on the train because he was doing the deal originally so him and the the national security carry always carry always yeah he didn't know they didn't know each of them were on there okay I see but because Kendridge has um, he has ties to Vanessa Kirby's Mac, like Max was his, her mom, mm-hmm. which they bring up that he, he knew her. Um, <clears throat> he was trying to get it for himself. Everybody's just trying to get this key for their own goddamn reason. Right. Right. Um, also unsung heroes of the movies. I liked the, I don't know if they were army or other IMF or whatever, but the two agents going, I was going to ask you the about the movie. I look at them as buddy cops. That could have been its own buddy cop movie. Like they could have their own version of this movie. (laughs) I got my theory, but you're right. I do like the fact that we could have their own. Like we could see it from their eyes. That would be a great, like I I hope put all their scenes together and made like a short film. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Like I I love them. Yeah. I thought that they had great chemistry with each other. I Mm like both of them separately and together. I hope I hope they have a bigger uh, part in the next movie and that this was just laying the foundation for these characters and who they are. Uh, right. And then they're going to have a bigger role later. That's what I hope. It's kind of like, I, I always, you know, everyone always wanted the Hawkeye and Black Widow movie um, right. back right. when Avengers came out. Like, let's see these two off, you know, in Budapest or whatever. So right. I hope they, these, these two guys get more play because I thought they were great as well. For sure. Um, I agree. I would, I would really like a, the short film that I talked about, but going into what I was saying, I'll bring that up. Yeah. So, okay. um, otherwise cut them from the movie. They don't need to be in this movie. You're not wrong, but I do feel like there's always these, like these agents or cops or somebody going after Ethan. Like that's a, that's a take. Yeah. They, they wanted Rose multiple people French chasing coming after him. Right. For yeah. sure. For sure. He's never safe. But he these guys are too good safe. just to be just some goons that are just kind of like, let's just add more stakes okay. by have these two extra agents after him. 
So Ethan gets away. He has the key before he leaves the train. Pom, who he didn't kill earlier in the movie, she saves his life for like, uh, thank you for not killing me. Yeah. You are the good guy. Because the bad guy was like, you're going to betray me. Because the entity like put that math calculation in there. Yeah. Um, So he tried to kill her. So Pom says like the the entities on the submarine the set of all or whatever yeah uh-huh. um and so we're setting up for that next movie now, right now yep. ethan has to find the sub right and that's that's where this movie for me it is going to be complete with two and i'm hopeful that it's a very like oh it really truly was a four hour four and a half hour um adventure of one story like how you said right we gotta get the bigger thing the bigger thing the bigger thing and like these two parts are going to be one cohesive story right right yeah and that's that's what i'm looking forward to and so i feel like a lot of my judge i'm reserving a lot of my judgment of this movie until i see the next the next movie right Um, i get that i get that and then i'll and then it'll be easier to judge it as like one big thing right right um, no, I agree. So this is my theory because I've been, I've been laying low on this. Okay. Um, I'm excited. When I left the movie theater, I was frustrated. Okay. And to the point of like, I liked the movie. I didn't love it. Um, okay. and I went back and part of it is because I did not like <clears throat> Rebecca Ferguson dying. I didn't right. understand it. Right. I, I couldn't wrap my fucking head around it. I even right. text Jim. We talked about that a lot afterwards. Yeah. And I've done a little bit, and this will piggyback on what you said. I went to IMDb because I was unsettled. I was like, is she in part two? Right, right. She She's in the cast of part two. Okay. So okay. when I told that to Jim, I was like, she's coming back, baby. And he right. was like, could be flashbacks. And I was like, there's no fucking way. They're just going to give her flashbacks. for." Yeah. So I had to get these noodles turning. Yep. I think. Okay. I think Haley Atwell is a bad guy. Okay. I think Haley Atwell is a part of the entity. And I think that Ethan knew that halfway through. Okay. And because of that, the intermission was, because we didn't really see uh, Rebecca Ferguson's Isla or whatever the fuck, Isla Nubar, whatever her fucking name is. Yeah. Um, we never saw like a burial scene. We never right. saw like that final whatever. Yeah, sure. Um, and I thought this for my second viewing. When you watch the fight, when the guy's beating up the girl or beating up Haley for the yeah, key, yes, and then Rebecca shows up. Why didn't he go back after Atwell? He's killing broads left and right. He right. stabs Rebecca. He right. stabs Palm, who's yeah. with him. I mean, he's got no problem killing. Why kill? Why kill so one? So why not? Why not kill her? Get your key and leave. Right. So I think she's a part of it. I think the whole fucking ploy is to get Atwell into the IMF, like how Tom Cruise said. Yeah. She's going to lead a team, which are going to be the two agents. And if you remember at the end, Palm's still alive because right. they they heard a heartbeat. So it's right. going to be the two agents, Palm and Haley Atwell, going after Ethan. Right. To get the whole key. Right. 
Right. right and the right, whole right. bit's supposed to be like, oh, well, why would Haley do it? Wouldn't she want to be? But no, fuck that. She's a bad guy. Right. She's the one. And because he's known this, Rebecca Ferguson ain't dead. She coming back, baby. Right. right. Because she's always that. on TC's side. I can see that. I can see that. And I'll, and I'll, so, Give me that fucking <laughs> so I'll say this. One, I, I hope that there's some stuff like that. Cause there wasn't a right. lot of stuff like that in this movie. And I feel like it's right. a very mission impossible thing. Right. Um, there wasn't many, there wasn't really any twists. No twists, no, no twists, right? Yeah. And so that's a big thing that I feel like they're going to have to put somewhere in this. Uh, right. So I would agree with that. I also think with Rebecca Ferguson, I don't think so. I, I don't get why um, if they did decide, okay, we're going to bring her back for this movie and then we're going to kill mm -hmm. her in like pretty early on in the movie. It, yeah, it's, it's, it's too soon to like, I, I get if they're like, okay, well, somebody's got to die. Like mm -hmm. all these yeah. people keep surviving. Like somebody's right. got to go. I right. still feel like it was too early in the movie for that to happen. You know what I mean? Right. If, it, if this was real is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, we're just going off. We're going off that, and this is another reason why I said that is because why do a fake kill at the beginning? Right. Remember when she like was laying there, and they made it perceived like she's dead. Right. Yeah. Just to not she's kill. Her. Right. Yes. Right, right, why right. would you do it later? Because then, right. it, like to me, my emotional like <clears throat> stakes of it is gone. Yeah. Right, you're right, because she's already pretended to die and then didn't die. And so right. now we're not really actually worried about her. So whereas in with yeah, I, I agree. Where this is something that we're like, um it it sets up uh wait for for Ethan Hunt, but mm -hmm. or unless I mean unless what you're saying is unless he actually knows and he's putting right. her in hiding um right. until, you know, whatever they want they want to use that as their play or whatever because they're also saying like okay he knows everything the entity knows everything so if we portray it like she's dead if Haley atwell's there and i'm like up oh, she's dead the entity has now wiped her off the fucking map of being able to do something yeah so yeah, now yeah, you have sure. now you have your one you have your doctor strange <laughs> right <laughs> you have your doctor the one way right that's right <laughs> yeah i i hope that there's stuff like that i hope that all the stuff i hope that this was laying down the foundation for the next part you know i mean all right. the characters and all that stuff so they right. can really get into some good shit in the next one yeah i hope so that's what I'm hoping so that's for. my theory and yeah, even if it's it. not on too much of that like even if Haley Atwell's not a bad guy I just right. can see like you said a lot of that's missing in this and not saying it's missing just bring it in the next one so it does feel like oh shit I did get a lot of the twists and turns oh she right and yes. I don't I don't necessarily need it love it whatever but like it would be emotional, emotional damage <laughs> if fucking she just turns and shoots Luther or Simon Pegg. Right, right. We don't need two computer guys. Right, right. Get rid of one of them. And that's <laughs> emotional damage. There you go. I'm just saying. And if yeah. it's fucking Atwell that does it, and it's like, oh, no, she betrayed us. She's really with fucking Ricky Martin or whoever the fuck played that role. Right, right, right. I'm I also it. feel like, I don't know, like, I also think feel like with Simon Pegg or whatever, something might go on there. Like, I, like, so like, remember when he had to, to defuse the bomb and it was asking him questions 
Yeah. Uh, and I could tell if he was lying or not. Like, and the whole purpose of that was like to get information from him. Right. Uh, and so when the um, the AI asked, you know, what's the thing that's most important to you? And he says, my friends. I feel my like friends. that's going to come up later. Like he'll end up might end up being compromised, or some. I feel I, like that I, should come back as well. I don't think he like him turning. I don't see any of that. The new guy has to turn. I don't oh, see for sure. loyalty. Oh, I agree. I don't think he'll turn. But, but I do see I'm not then, gonna fucking do a thing, blow me up. Right, sure. That's what I mean. Yeah. That's yeah, what yeah, I mean. Yeah, for sure. The stagger. And um, something that the AI is gonna gonna depend on him doing, him choosing his friend sure. over himself. Yeah. For sure. Awesome. Well, that's our thoughts on uh Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part One. What are your thoughts? Put them in the comments. Like it. Yeah. Talk to us. Say yeah. something. I want to say it. something yeah. to us. <laughs> um, next week, we're going to have a kind of open house uh, cleaning. What are those things called? Where fucking people... cleaning? No, no, no. You know where they like a, a state of the union. We're doing okay. a state of the union oh. on core memory unlock next oh, interesting. week. Slash love you, buddy. Which cool. ironically, love you, buddy. Love you, buddy. <laughs>